0: Welcome to another episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy, where my brother Clint and I will share letters from our father, Air Force pilot Chuck Cathcart, to our mother Renee in the early 1960s. These letters were written while our father was stationed in Osan, South Korea for 12 months. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Letters from a Lonely Flyboy. This is episode number 30. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly Dennis.
1: And I'm Clinton Cathcart.
0: Thank you for joining us as we continue on this journey described by our father through his letters. The letters in this episode begin on December 18th, 1961, and Clint is going to read the first letter.
1: So the letters dated Monday, 18 December. Hi, honey. had a letter from you today. The one with the two pictures of Kelly. Glad to get them, naturally, but tell Dink to look at the book. They were overexposed, and I could barely make out what she looks like, though it's beginning to appear that the baby I left is not going to look like the one I find at all. I think the camera instruction book says to move to a higher number if the pictures are too light. He ought to check the book, though, as I may have the thing reversed. The picture of my chair looks good. Sure, could use something like that here, except that with the stereo and a couple of martinis, I'd probably sleep on it most of the time. Looking at the pictures again, the one of Kelly going away is about right. The lamp must have been on the one of her in the chair. Remind think that he must think about the available light. I know this is not easy when you're trying to catch her doing something, and don't worry about it. I'm surprised that he focused them so well. Sure hope you didn't spend any money on Christmas for me. I really haven't been able to get into the swing of it at all. Dink's watch, should, shouldn't, have go, Dink's watch shouldn't have to go to a jeweler for setting, unless it was badly bounced. It was probably just slow from not being moved enough. I kept, it kept almost perfect time for me. I wouldn't let him, the jeweler, do more than set it anyway until you know there is something really wrong. I have ordered another just like it, couldn't get a uniform to fit here, so bought some tapes and gave the money for the watch to a guy going to Hong Kong on the 22nd. <clears throat> I was a little premature. I found tonight after getting back from Seoul, the Seoul thing tonight, which went almost marvelously, that I'm leaving with Colonel Price at ten hundred tomorrow morning for the next three days and a T-bird of my own, of course. Old Duncan is not really happy, but knows I've worked my tail off here seven days a week, plus the fact that he's a little afraid of Colonel Price. (laughs) Price told, told rather than asked Duncan that I was going with him, which didn't help matters at all. But really, there isn't much Duncan can say. At the risk of bragging a little, I did show General Hutchison how he should run his briefings today. He hasn't said so, at least not to me, but I understand he's impressed. All I can say is thank goodness that what he had to say was accepted. Had I been one of those two, three, or four stars listening, I had, I'd had i have pinned his ears back on a couple <laughs> of points. But Hutchinson came away happy, and I guess that's what counts for our peace and comfort here at Osan, whether or not he was entirely right in what he said. We'll take some paper and envelopes with me on this trip, so that you won't have uh, a long spell of missing letters. Miss you badly. I love you, C.
0: Okay. So, uh, photography wasn't nearly as easy back in the day as it is now. Point and shoot <laughs> iPhones. There's uh, he's a uh, trying to trying to guide you on your photography skills, but it sounds like there's a lot to it.
1: Yeah. Um, like you say, you know, you had to worry about the focus and everything. And then now, all we do is just point the the phones in the general direction, and the and the the focus and all and the lighting and everything is taken care of for us. But back in those days, yeah, you there was some some um, uh, manual effort required to to get the pictures um, uh, as good as one could get.
0: Were there a fair number of of different kinds of settings, or uh, just?
1: You know, and I'm trying to remember what camera I was using. We did have a Polaroid, of course. Well, there is a focus on that, I guess. Um, And I think that's what he was talking about, the lighting. And I think those are probably most... And, yeah, you had a focus um, knob in the front to try to adjust the focal length. Mm -hmm. um, And um, you also had... um, as I remember, some settings, there was a, 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 a an adjustable setting for light. In other words, if it was going to be a really bright room, you would change the numbers. They had little numbers on the side. Okay. Um, and, and like he said, you know, I can't remember now whether you went to a higher number if it were uh, lighter or a, a, a higher number if it were darker. Um, I think it was a higher number if it were too dark. So that you were opening up the lens, the aperture, oh, right. to let more light in, which would mean that if it were too light, you would want to go to a lower number. But um, like he said, you know, it's, it's uh, you'd have to check the book because um, I could have gotten that one reversed as well.
0: <laughs> so the, those, those settings must have been on, on – they must have become automatic um, pretty early on, I think, because I don't remember – When I was ever, yeah, um, the 35 millimeters,
1: and of course, with a 35 millimeter single lens reflex camera, um, um, we, you know, we forget because we're using, we're all using our our phones now, but you can play with the exposure to try to get a little bit overexposed or underexposed if you wish to, but, but for the most part, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty well uh, automatic now.
0: Yeah. So your watch did end up being okay, right?
1: Oh, it was yeah, it no, was just fine.
0: Okay. Um,
1: like he said, it probably didn't get jostled enough in the mail. Yeah. The thing is, those 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 things had a like a half um, moon uh, bezel inside that swung, you know, uh, on the the axis of the phone. Looking, you know, as you were looking at the face, like straight from the face of the phone to the back of the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you moved, as your arms moved. Uh, that bezel would sw- swing back and forth, and it would turn that kinetic energy into uh, potential energy for the the watch then to use, um, you know, a, a, um, as it as the as the hands moved, and it probably just didn't get, you know, I mean, sat, right, you know, in a box someplace a lot of time, except when the box was being moved, um, and so it, I suspect that. Um, he had said it properly but it was running like a little slow or something and it just needed to be um, um you know the 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 minute hand needed to be moved a little bit to try to get um get it back in tune with the correct time but because he did set it for me um at on our time right when he uh, sent before it. he mailed yeah. it yeah um you know um but it yeah no it kept uh, ex- It was was perfect. The timing was
0: perfect. Nice. I love that he bought himself a watch and spent his uniform money on uh, tapes to record his music. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, interesting comments about Colonel Price um, and uh, Duncan. I guess Duncan's a little afraid of Colonel Price.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and of course, Price technically um, is higher on the food chain because he's a deputy. Okay. Um, wing um, or air division commander. And, and again, uh, Duncan is the head of a, the programs and planning shop, you know, office within that staff, uh-huh. which puts him, you know, a little further down the, the food chain. Yeah, it must um, be. And, um, you know, I mean, I uh, Colonel Price had pretty well taken a liking to dad. And so if he went someplace, he wanted dad to go with him. And um, they, they, they seemed to get along really well. And, and, um, uh, so I, you know, and again, he, like he said, he was working as we've seen through these letters, he was working a lot of days, a lot of times, seven days a week. And so and the doctor actually had said that, you know, he probably should take a little bit of time off. Um, um, but he was, you know, one of those people that when he, you know, I mean, he took work very seriously yeah. and that, and that had to be done and had to become uh, complete and then you worried about whether or not you had time to to, to rest a little bit um, rather than trying to work it in as you go um, so uh, these these trips these Tdy trips with with uh, Colonel Price probably you know were really good for him you got some flying time he got a chance to wind down relax and and uh, kind of enjoy himself
0: yeah boy that's nice I wonder what um, his comment uh, went almost marvelously, marvelously means about his trip to Seoul. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I can't you know, oh, I I I tell by the I tone. I
1: Bennett basically is a, a good thing. Okay. Um, um, he, um, you know, s- some of those trips, um, you know, he w- he didn't think were were um, either worth the time or, sure. or they really didn't get anything done or they were frustrating or whatever. Um, and... Um, so this I, one was. I think he was yeah, just, okay. yeah, I think he's just re- saying that you know, uh, uh, you know, the trip was really good and and um, he was really happy with it. And then when he gets back, he finds out he's he's get gonna get a, a chance to to go on a trip.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that's pretty good too. So it must have been an interesting meeting with uh, General Hutchison. I wonder what Dad told him yeah. about the briefings.
1: <laughs> yeah, I and mean, I don't. I'm sure we can never know. Um, no but you know i it, it, it looks like he basically just gave him some um some thoughts about how um you know how to how to sell the the whatever argument he was making right um you know of course he i mean of course he has to he relies on his staff to develop the argu- help him develop the arguments and 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 get the 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 data the background sure. and then he winds up um know, presenting it to to his boss and, or bosses, and and um, so apparently he felt that um, uh, you know he Hutchinson basically um, um, was happy with with how you know uh, with with Dad's Dad's input on how these briefings ought to go. Yeah,
0: well, they must have gone pretty well. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and read the next letter. This is uh, we're up to letter 104. <laughs> I can't believe it. And this one is Tuesday, December 19. Hi, honey. Writing from the Takagawa BOQ tonight. Sorry. Should say VIP quarters, I guess, as I'm in a real fine setup with Colonel Price. The difference between this and my hooch back at Old Osan is almost terrifying. Does a man good to get back and see how people live for a change, even realizing that were I here by myself, I wouldn't be living quite so high on the hog. Come over about, came over about noon and spent some time at the 5th Air Force Headquarters, and we'll go back in the morning early for a couple of hours and move up to Misawa, up in the cold country. It isn't bad here tonight, cold but no snow. It should be at Itazuki Thursday night or maybe afternoon and hope the weather is nice enough for some golf. We did bring our shoes and some balls. I only saw one guy I knew today. You will remember Garland Fawley, I'm sure. He is with the 41st Air Division at Johnson Air, Air Force Base, not far from here. I should see Hawkins and Rogers tomorrow and several more, I'm sure. Had a few drinks and a real fine seafood dinner at the club here. Don't guess we'll go to Tokyo at all. I don't really care, but would like to see the change 10 years has brought. I understand it's fantastic. There wasn't any mail before we left today, so I guess I won't be reading any mail until Friday. I understand we're to head back Friday evening. I already feel more relaxed than I have in some time. we Will really hate to go back. I sure do miss you all and all of you. I love you. See. So Dad's uh having really a nice time at his accommodations there in Japan. Yeah. And it's nice to hear that he's enjoying himself a little bit and, and getting to see some friends.
1: Oh yeah, and, and you know of course he mentions in a lot of his letters every time he, they do go to Japan that he or Okinawa he gets to see um, people you know that he knows and has known.
0: Yeah, yeah that's got be that's got to be comforting and, and a lot of fun. All right. Oh, now, yeah. would you go on and read the next letter, please?
1: Okay. And this letter is dated the 20th of December, Wednesday. Hi, honey. Still at Tachikawa tonight. Been all over this area again today, looking at the air defense operations. Meant to get to Itazuki tonight, but now plan to get away early in the AM. Saw Rogers today at 5th Air Force. He was mad because we wouldn't come over to dinner at their house. (laughs) He knew Colonel Price over in England, not too well from what Colonel Price says. Anyway, at the time, we thought we'd get out of here and refuse. Neither of us wanted to go anyway. Hawkins wasn't in. Thinking about calling him this evening. Don't want to go to their place either. <laughs> um, we're about to head for the uh, We're about to head for the club, a little more seafood and early to bed. Colonel Price wants to get off for Izuki early tomorrow. I'm for this naturally because if we can get out, get our business done there early enough, weather permitting, we're going to take the afternoon off and play golf. <laughs> This trip really has been educational in the AC&W business, coming a little too fast for me to retain But I'm at least getting a better idea of how things work. Well, I'm off to the shower, and a good one it is. Last night while Price was in there, he yelled for me. I thought he'd slipped on or something. He said, stick your head in here and look at this clean water. <laughs> Ours back in Osan always has a red tinge to it. Sure do miss you. I love you. C.
0: <laughs> that must have been a thrill. Okay, oh, yeah. so it's great that they got to spend another day there, uh, or another night there, I should say. So neither one of them yeah. wanted to go to dinner at Rogers. Apparently, <laughs> I wonder what the deal was. Apparently with that. not. Can you remind me what the ACNW is again?
1: ACNW is Aircraft Control and Warning, um, okay. and they he's because of the he, the business he's in with that planning and programs. Um, office. He's having to learn things kind of outside of his general area of expertise and outside of, to a degree, it sounds like from time to time outside his comfort zone. I mean, you know, cause he mentions at the top, the letter talking about air defense operations, which of course um, you know, this would, this would fall into. And that would be part of what he gets involved with, in and has to worry about and, and has to write about uh, when he's home, uh, at work.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I am going to go on and read the last letter of the episode. This is letter number okay. 106. He There's-
1: gives you kind of a hint. He gives you kind of a hint there, though, just the one last thought on oh, this sure. letter. Because sure. he talks about their, their water back at home having red uh, yeah. tints to it. Yeah. Well, that would indicate that it has a lot of iron in it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, <laughs> evidently, um, at least they don't have the iron in the water here.
0: No, I guess uh, Colonel Price was surprised about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a nice surprise. What a what a thrill. Okay, yeah. so this next letter is um, dated Thursday, twenty one December. Hi, honey. It has been a very interesting and somewhat tiring day. We left Yakota early this morning. Of course, the weather here was lousy, so at at Itazuki, I mean, all chances of a good golf game were out. We spent about two hours at the control center here, the AOC, and after lunch had arrangements made to go to the Master Direction Center up on the mountain about 4,000 feet. We almost made it, but not quite. We ended up trying to push that damn truck up sideways and trying to keep it from slipping off the, I started to say road, goat track. Got cold, wet, and very dirty. Naturally, the rain at higher levels was a snowstorm with at least two inches of snow on the quote-unquote road. Finally, got to a place wide enough and half-pushed the damn thing around so we wouldn't have to drive down in the dark or wait for someone to rescue us. We are safe and sound, except for wet feet. I'm a little disappointed in the physical layout of Itazuki including quarters, but I must say they go all out for the visiting VIPs, which extends down to include colonels. Well, I'm staying with Price and have the nicest quarters yet. (laughs) Hated to leave for dinner, really, it's that comfortable. More home-like, I guess, I would would describe it better. But back to old Osan tomorrow, I guess. There's a helicopter set up to get us to the MOC tomorrow. Sure miss you. I love you. See. Well that was uh, must have been quite the uh, um adventure in the the goat track going up to yeah. going up the mountain. Wow, I you know I can just you know I can just picture it, you know, in the mud and the snow and uh, trying to <laughs> trying to get a whatever it was that they were driving, he doesn't say um up at that that crazy road. But I'm glad to I'm glad they made it okay.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's, it um <laughs> Sounds like quite an adventure. Um, I would su- I would suspect that most of the people who go up to that uh, um, uh, control center generally go by air. By yeah, helicopter. by
0: helicopter. That sounds like a a, a, <laughs> a preferable way to go. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm I'm glad they made it though. I'm glad they got a chance, oh, yeah. the helicopter to take him up there. But uh, wow, that was quite an adventure. And he's still enjoying the the nice quarters, which is nice. Yeah. I had one more note here to say what what is the m o c but it was probably the m d c that was the the um the operations on top of the mountain there
1: um I think it stands for um mission operation center oh okay, but...
0: oh, okay, that makes sense. all right, well, we had a bunch of short letters this episode. um, do you have anything to add for the good of this one?
1: Not really, it's just I mean, I get a kick out because had he been by himself. Ugh. Um, he would have been staying in yes certainly lesser quarters, so he yeah. he was getting into a, a chance to enjoy what um what the important people get to enjoy
0: yeah boy that's that's awfully nice <laughs> it's nice to yeah. hear his uh, his upbeat tone of voice and uh, that he's getting to enjoy himself a little bit oh yeah okay well, thank you so much for listening today. Please join us next time when we find out how Christmas went in Osan. If you have any comments or feedback you'd like to share, you can always reach us on Instagram at LonelyFlyBoy or email us at lettersfromalonelyflyboy at gmail.com. We'd sure love to hear from you. And that's it for now. I'm Kelly Dennis.
1: I'm Clinton Cathcart. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening. We would love your feedback. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have questions or comments, you can reach us on Instagram at LonelyFlyBoy. Can't wait to see you on the next episode of Letters from a Lonely Flyboy.